Hello, and welcome to the Proskauer Benefits Brief. I'm Gabrielle Fox, an attorney in Proskauer's Employee Benefits and Executive Compensation Group. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Paul Hamburger, co-chair of our group. In this 10-part series of podcasts, we will explore the basic COBRA rules applicable to group health plans. In this podcast, we will explore some of the important considerations in dealing with notice rules for COBRA purposes. So Paul, to get us started, can you give us an overview of the various notices that need to be used for COBRA purposes? Sure, thanks Gabby. Notices are really a key to COBRA administration. Notices trigger rights for qualified beneficiaries and obligations for plans and plan administrators. There are seven types of notices to be concerned with in dealing with COBRA administration. First, there's a general COBRA notice that has to go out to employees and spouses at the time coverage under a group health plan begins. Then, there are notices that have to go from employers to plan administrators on the occurrence of certain qualifying events. Third, there are notices from qualified beneficiaries or covered employees to plan administrators of certain types of qualifying events such as a divorce or cessation of dependent child status. Next, there are election notices that have to go from plan administrators to qualified beneficiaries. There are two Department of Labor regulatory notices in addition to the statutory COBRA notices. One of those is known as the Notice of Unavailability of COBRA Coverage, and the other is a Notice of Early COBRA Coverage Termination. Sixth. There are other special notices that come up from time to time when there are changes in the law. And finally, there are general ERISA notices and disclosures, like summary plan descriptions or other types of notices that need to be provided under ERISA-covered plans. Thanks for that summary. Let's take them one at a time. Talk a bit about general COBRA notices. The general COBRA notice is a notice that has to be provided to employees and spouses at the time they begin coverage under the group health plan. These notices have to include six specific items pursuant to the Department of Labor regulations. To help us make sure that all of those items are addressed, the Department of Labor has issued a model, what they call safe harbor notice. Nevertheless, even though this model notice is out there, it still needs to be modified significantly based on the particulars of a group health plan. As far as the timing of this notice, it has to be provided, as I said, at the commencement of coverage under the plan. Generally, that means within 90 days of becoming covered. This tracks the timing for delivering summary plan descriptions under the group health plan. Another important issue for COBRA notices, as well as this general notice, are how you deliver them. Normally, first class mail to the last known address is all that is required. Hand delivery is okay. You can give the notice to an employee. The problem is that won't meet your notice obligation insofar as the employee's spouse never received that notice. You do not need to send any COBRA notices by certified mail with return receipt requested. In fact, there's an argument that that is not even a best practice. A single mailing to a household for everybody who lives at the household is generally sufficient. But the bottom line is, first-class mail to the last known address is the general method of notifying individuals of their rights. Now, the purpose of this general notice is simply to let employees and their spouses know what their rights are in the event that a COBRA qualifying event happens. 
Are there specific requirements for notices of the qualifying events? What I'm referring to is this. Suppose a qualifying event occurs and someone has to tell the plan administrator about it. Is there a form for this? Now that's an interesting question. Although there are forms specified for notifying people about qualifying events or notifying people about their COBRA rights, there is no technical form required for telling a plan administrator that a qualifying event has occurred. Plan administrators are allowed to create notification systems or portals whereby employees and others can notify the plan administrator about qualifying events. This can be done electronically, it can be done on paper. The key is that if you don't have a system for people to notify the plan administrator about qualifying events, then any form of notification to the plan administrator may be sufficient. What you really have to watch out for here is that if you don't have a system, there can occur things like what we call inadvertent notice of qualifying events, where, for example, an employee might notify someone at the company of the employee's divorce, and that might be an inadvertent notice of a COBRA qualifying event. To forestall that kind of occurrence, the best practice would be to have a system whereby employees are told how to notify the plan administrator about qualifying events. The qualifying event notices are more detailed, aren't they? What are the things to watch out for when dealing with qualifying event notices? Now, when we speak about qualifying event notices, we're talking about notices sent from a plan administrator to a qualified beneficiary. According to the Department of Labor Regulations, there are 14 different topics that have to be addressed in these COBRA notices. Therefore, it can become tricky when you're drafting these notices to make sure that you've touched all of the regulatorily required items. Again, the Department of Labor has provided model safe harbor notices for this purpose. However, you aren't required to use the model, and even if you do use the model notices, you will need to make significant modifications based on the particulars of your group health plan. Generally speaking, plan administrators have to provide that notice within 14 days of notice of the qualifying event. Interestingly, if the employer is the plan administrator, the employer will have 44 days from a termination of employment qualifying event in order to provide this qualifying event notice. You mentioned two DOL regulatory notices. What are those notices for? As I mentioned at the outset, there is something called the Notice of Unavailability of COBRA coverage. This notice only applies if a qualified beneficiary provides notice of a qualifying event and just isn't entitled to COBRA coverage for various reasons. If a multiple qualifying event occurs and COBRA isn't available, this notice would have to be provided. The notice is also used in cases of a disability determination if COBRA is not available under the circumstances raised. Interestingly, it does not apply in some common situations. For example, if COBRA is denied because an employee was terminated due to gross misconduct, a notice of unavailability of COBRA coverage isn't required in that instance. Separately, there's what I called notice of COBRA early termination. This is a notice that has to be provided as soon as possible after termination of COBRA coverage if it ends before the end of the maximum COBRA period. 
This notice is supposed to identify the reason for why COBRA was terminated before the end of the maximum period, and it is also supposed to explain any other rights to coverage that might be available. One interesting point to note about these two notices is that if they are not provided on time, there is no specific statutory notice penalty as there would be for the other COBRA notices that are provided by plan administrators. Thank you, Paul, for that clear and helpful summary of the COBRA notice rules. Plan administrators will have a lot to think about here. And thank you to those who joined us today for this Employee Benefits Podcast. Please join us for future presentations in our Proskauer Benefits Brief podcast series and keep an eye out for more employee benefits and executive compensation insights on our Proskauer ERISA Practice Center blog. Also, be sure to follow us on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Mm-hmm.